Welcome to the Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. Carrying on the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, we have now expanded our community to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. We are so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us as we empower military spouses to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Now, here are your podcast hosts, your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team. Hello, listeners. Welcome to yet another encouraging and entertaining episode of Mission Mill Spouse Podcast, the longest running podcast of its kind. It's almost hard to believe, but this is episode 1012. I'm Callie Bunter, your director of podcast production, and I'm grateful you chose to join us today. Have your headphones in or your volume turned up and get ready for your weekly lineup of military life empowerment. On today's show, we'll listen to an interview conducted by Deputy Director Jolene McNutt as she chats with Kai Matsko, Program Director at Green Care for Troops and fellow military family member and advocate. Hello, Mission Mill Spouse listeners. I'm Annie Pierce, Director of Marketing and Events. We're so grateful to continue the 18-year legacy of Army Wife Talk Radio, now rebranded and expanded to include all military spouses of all branches and all components. That's right. You have a seat at our mill spouse table. So pull up a chair and let's get the conversation started. As an all-volunteer powered 501c3 nonprofit organization, we invite individuals and businesses to support us in our mission, helping military spouses to feel confident and empowered in this military life. Please go to missionmillspouse.org to contribute or email partner at missionmillspouse.org to discuss our extensive partnership program. Thank you for your support. Before we get any further with today's show, let's catch up, Annie. What's written in pencil on your mill spouse calendar this week? Oh my goodness, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I actually use dry erase board, but uh, yeah, it's a great question. My son is, this is the first year he's in school so he's in pre-k so that's always an adventure I think (laughs) oh my goodness I remember those days my daughter's just turned 13 and she's in seventh grade and it is oh my goodness it's unbelievable like I remember preschool like it was just yesterday yeah I I get a little worried that I'm gonna forget stuff Yeah, she she went to this adorable little preschool, this little private preschool. It was cheaper than it was cheaper than daycare at the CDC on base. Oh, my goodness. Surprisingly. Yeah, but it was absolutely adorable. And they had Chick-fil-A every Friday. That was her favorite day because they They had had Chick-fil-A Fridays. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Trying to think if there's even a Chick-fil-A here. Oh, my goodness. There has to be. There has to be. It feels like there's a Chick-fil-A, a Waffle House, and a McDonald's like every five miles down here. <laughs> That's so funny. 13. Oh, my goodness. What's what's going on in your week? Um, So it's been crazy busy at work. I've been learning a new job. I recently got a promotion at work. Um, so I feel like... Thank you. I feel like I've been living in my office. Um, oh, God. But... It's hunting season down here and my husband is a is a big hunter. And so okay. we've been processing his first kill for the season. Um, he shot a about 250 pound boar over the weekend. And oh so my goodness. Yes, it was huge. And so we're gonna be processing making sausage, uh, putting away f- putting away food in the freezer just and then getting ready for him to go out the the next time and hopefully we're hoping he'll get a deer and then that'll that'll like do our family good for at least till next season that's so awesome I remember seeing that post and like as I was reading it I was thinking hunting I was like it's gonna be a deer and then I saw boar and I was like oh my goodness (laughs) that is I didn't even know there was a boar hunting season it's actually um because they're an invasive species and they do so much damage to the to the wetlands. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much bo- like hog hunting season coincides with any open season. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so like he went hunting for deer, 
archery season just opened. So he went hunting for deer, but he wasn't having any luck. And he's like, I'm going to come switch out for my boat and I'm going to go hunt for hog. And I'm like, have fun. Enjoy. (laughs) Have fun. And now you guys are processing it yourselves. Yes. We process it all ourselves. The, The funniest thing is, is he has, he's shot uh hogs before but just made them mad because they're so their their hides are so tough and oh, yeah he texts me that i shot i shot a i shot a hog and i'm like did it die or did you just upset it <laughs> are we happy or are we disappointed <laughs> yes but so it we definitely we process everything ourselves um it's it we get, we get much more out of it that way and we can make it the way we yeah. want it. So we make our own sausage. We make boudin. Um, and then sorry, we freeze it. What? Boudin. Uh-huh. And it is. What a, is it's, it's a Cajun delicacy. Um, it is, it's like rice. It's like a dirty rice. It's rice okay. and meat and vegetables all put into a sausage casing. Okay. And, that sounds delicious. Oh, it's amazing. And then you cook it. You can either, you can either steam it or you can cook it on the grill because it's already cooked whenever you, whenever you process it, but you can heat it up on the grill. You can, you can grill it or you can steam it. It's one of my favorite things in the world. (laughs) So I'm, I'm going to come over to your house for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) It's been, it's been a, it's been a good month. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, our command team conversations are always such a great way to experience that solidarity that so many of us desire. It feels good to chat with others who just get it. Now let's focus on this week's main interview with Kai Matsko. Mission Mill Spouse, formerly known as Army Wife Network, is continuing our exceptional and longstanding legacy. Now serving all spouses of all branches, we are the longest-running military spouse podcast currently broadcasting our 18th season. In fact, we will break 1,000 episodes in 2023. Don't miss an installment. Subscribe on our website, missionmillspouse.org, or catch our twice-weekly podcast on the podcast app of your choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Remember, we've been there. You aren't alone. We've got your six. Welcome, Mission Millspouse podcast listeners. I'm Jolene McNutt, your Deputy Director here at Mission Millspouse, and I'm excited to be bringing you today's episode that will empower and educate you. Today's guest is Kai Matsko, Program Director of Green Care for Troops, a program that delivers complementary long care and landscape services to military families during deployments. Kai is a graduate of Lake Erie College in Ohio. She has been the program director of Green Care for Troop and Snow Care for Troops since 2014 and has a long history of being an advocate for members of our armed forces. Military families are important to her as she is the daughter of a World War II veteran and the mother of a West Point graduate. In her position as program director, Kai deals with military families and volunteers throughout the country to answer questions and serve as a liaison between the two. She resides in the Cleveland area with her husband, two other children, both in college, and three dogs. Kai, welcome to the Mission Millspouse podcast. Thank you so much, Jolene, for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, we're so excited to hear about your program. Let's jump in. Okay. does um, your project Evergreen's Green Care for Troops work? Tell us about what it is. Tell us who you are and kind of um, what what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, well, first of all, we're a nationwide nonprofit um, whose mission is to provide um, green space uh, for a healthier, cooler earth. Um, that's our, our first priority. Um, and then we have programs such as Green Care for Troops and Snow Care for Troops that feed into that mission of providing green space. Um, but our volunteers um, are giving back to military families by providing them free lawn care Um, and maintenance and snow removal to those military families who are in need while a loved one is on deployment. is so incredible. As a military spouse who has done a lot of snow removal and lawn care during deployments, TDY, the whole deal, like, 
I wish I had known about you a long time ago. <laughs> I hear that a lot. <laughs> I'm so, sure you do. <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity to get on here and spread the word. So. <laughs> That's our goal, right? So more people will know um, and be able to take advantage of this incredible opportunity. It remind it like it leads me to my next question: Who is eligible? Um, so this is a needs-based program for all actively deployed military members. Um, it includes all branches of service, including Guard and Reserve Forces. And when we say needs-based, um, it's, it's meaning that the care of the lawn or the driveway during a deployment causes a financial or physical hardship on the family. Um, so, you know, we let you decide if, if that's the case for you. Um, we have a limited number of volunteers in any one area. So we just want to make sure that the families who truly need the service are the ones receiving the service. Um, some of our other eligibility is that the military member must permanently reside at the residence being registered and the property size must be less than one acre. Um, we also require deployment orders to be submitted uh, or a letter from command, which shows the uh, military member's name, rank, and approximate dates of deployment. Um, of course, any sensitive information, um, you know, so security numbers, destination, anything, you know, uh, like that should be blacked out before submission. So uh, we're very careful about the information that we take in. That's so important, as you know, um, because, you know, we want to protect our sensitive information. Um, and so I love that you are aware and considering that that just shows the experience that you all have in this program. Clearly, you've been around the block a time yeah. or two, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, who Can you tell us more about who provides the services? Yeah, most of our volunteers um, are, I'd say over 90%, um, are professional lawn, landscape, and snow removal contractors. Uh, however, we do have non-professional individuals that volunteer as well. We have, uh, gosh, retired veterans, mothers who enjoy yard work, police officers, uh, just all kinds of kind-hearted individuals who just want to give back to those who serve our country. Um, people listening right now who enjoy yard work and, and want to help others can volunteer. Um, at several of the military bases, even, we have active duty personnel who volunteer um, when they're at home, and then uh, they use the program when they deploy. So, you know, we've kind of got a variety. So if you register with the program, you might get matched with a professional landscaper, or you might get matched with a 16-year-old who's earning volunteer hours for their college application. So we, we welcome all who, who want to give back. Uh, in this way. So, so amazing. It makes me like, oh, I should see in my all my free time, right? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> but seriously, if I could do somebody that's in my neighborhood already, um, we live in a military community um, outside of Fort Liberty, formerly Fort Bragg. And so um, I'm like, oh, I'm sure somebody's in my neighborhood or in my down the street. If I'm doing yard work already, why not pick up somebody else's each week? Like, Yes, you know, everyone makes, you know, like what you can make a difference for one person. You don't have to do for everyone. <laughs> exactly. Just helping one person can make a huge difference. You know, if yeah. everybody that mentality, it, it can really help. So. <laughs> right. Like what's an extra, you know, hour, 45 minutes, whatever, or if this, you know, if it, well, here, it doesn't really snow a whole lot, but if it would snow, right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> but in places where it does snow, right. That makes that is a huge, huge um, impact that can really make someone's um, day, life, week, you know, year better, deployment better. Right, um, right. That's amazing. What kind of, um, so, okay, so we kind of talked about like broad lawn care, snow care, but mm -hmm. can you tell me a little bit more about the services that you provide? Absolutely. Well, our volunteers decide which services they're um, willing and able to provide free of charge. Um, but as a program, uh, we offer lawn mowing, trimming shrubs, bushes, and hedges, fertilizing weed control, mosquito control, um, perimeter pest control. We do spring cleanups, fall leaf cleanups, snow removal, and a couple more that are in there. So depending on if the volunteer is a professional company, they'll do those, you know, uh, applications like mosquito control and things like that. Um, or, you know, it might be a uh, like I said, the 16 year old earning, you know, credit for college, uh, you know, might just do the lawn mowing and the trimming. So um, you could end up being matched with, you know, a couple volunteers for the different services. So that's so amazing. How do you match programs then with volunteer or families with volunteers? So when 
The families register with our program. Uh, they'll be asked to select the services that they need for the entire length of the deployment. So, you know, if you're deploying in the summer and you're going to be going through to the winter, you're going to select all the services that you need. Uh, we then have an automated database which matches volunteers uh, who are already in the database uh, with the military families based on the services that family requested and then the distance to the volunteer. So we're trying to keep everybody kind of close together uh, within their community. Uh, families might, again, as I said before, families might be matched with more than one volunteer is not every volunteer offers every service. So somebody might just sign up to offer snow removal. Somebody else might sign up to offer lawn mowing. So, you know, you might get matched with a few and that's fine. Um, and the only important thing to note, uh, that I want to say is that when families are matched with the volunteers, it is going to be the family's responsibility to contact their volunteers and make arrangements once we match you together. And we do this to protect the military families. We want to make sure that a family is comfortable with who they are matched with. If they have any questions about that volunteer, they can talk to um, our program managers here to find out more information. Um, so their information is never given out to anyone until they themselves decide to reach out and contact their volunteer. So the volunteers left a little in the dark. They don't know who they're getting matched with. They are notified that they're matched with a military family, but they don't receive any information, address, name, nothing um, until that military family reaches out to them. And that's, again, for their protection. Once again, clearly you've been around a while. <laughs> because those are the things that as military families we're concerned about, right? Our security and safety while our, you know, service member is deployed. It's hard to, you know, you, to, in some ways to accept help because you want to be careful and cautious about, about who knows that your service member is gone and for how long. Right. And so how great Absolutely. to, um, that you're taking that into consideration and you're thinking it through so that, you know, the, as the family, you can make that decision of, okay, yes, this is something I feel comfortable with and I'm ready to reach out, um, and, and get connected and, and get some help. Yes. And we're, as program managers, we're very, very hands-on. Um, you know, we're a small office here. Uh, most of us have military in our family. Um, you know, we understand, you know, all of that. And we are just so happy to help. Like we we are the faces behind the, the phone number. You know, we're really here to <laughs> answer questions and, and be here if someone has, you know, uh, concerns. So we're, we're available. I love that. Friendly, helpful, kind. <laughs> Somebody that <laughs> who understands too and who's you know connected a little yeah. bit to the military in a you know different ways and that um that eases our mind a little bit too I think yeah for sure all right Kai I want to thank you for your passion for providing military uh members service members free lawn care while they're on deployment I know from personal experience that it's one of the biggest regular tasks that um, can be a struggle to deal with. Listeners, if you'd like to learn more about Kaimatsko and Green Care for Troops, you can connect with them through social media, through their handle at Project Evergreen. So that's just like it sounds, Project Ever, E-V-E-R-G-R-E-E-N, or on their website, Project evergreen.org. Stay tuned for the rest of our interview with Kai to learn more about Project Evergreen and their mission to help military families find solace one landscaped lawn at a time. Our mission is to globally empower military spouses with resources and support to conquer adversity, foster confidence, and thrive in this military life. Whether you are an individual, a Fortune 500 company, or somewhere in between, join us on our mission. Make your tax-deductible contribution at missionmillspouse.org, or if you're a business interested in sharing your product or services with our more than 100,000 followers, email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Military spouses around the world, thank you for your support. Welcome back, listeners. We're continuing our conversation with Kai Matsko, who is here today to talk to us about her program, Green Care for Troops. Let's jump back into the conversation. Kai, we've been talking about these amazing services that you can offer for deployed um, family or families with of deployed service members. What impact do you think the program has on military families? Oh, I think, you know, the program really you know, helps relieve such a burden from the family's shoulders, uh, reducing stress and just allows a spouse to focus on their 
their children or other necessary tasks. Um, you know, I, I reference, <laughs> I use the reference military family a lot, um, but that's certainly not to disregard uh, single military members, uh, you know, who may have their own home or, you know, they don't have a spouse necessarily to handle the home front. Um, so, you know, I want to make sure that we <laughs> put out there that single military members can register as well. Um, and any military member who who goes out and leaves their home, there's that that sense of responsibility, you know, of, of their normal tasks and chores at home. And that just isn't something they should be carrying with them into their job. You know, that's the last thing they need to be worrying about is, oh gosh, you know, is am I going to get fined by my HOA or is, you know, if my yard's not kept up or, you know, my poor spouse is left alone with the kids in the yard and everything. You know, that is not not, not what they should be thinking about at all. So, you know, we we say it relieves a, a stress on the military family, but you know, the military member has that is carrying that stress as well. So that's important. It is important. It's those little things that kind of just weigh down and chip away. And so if you can lighten the burden on something like that, it's amazing how it can impact both service member and spouse in accomplishing the mission that they have set before them. Right, right. How are, are like, why are healthy green spaces important to military families? Do you have any thoughts on that? You know, I do. You know, as I mentioned, our, our organization is called Project Evergreen, and we are all about uh, promoting green space, right? Um, there's just, there's numerous studies that show green spaces can benefit mental health. Uh, it helps lower stress levels and has been shown to reduce rates of depression and anxiety. This is so important for families under stress when a loved one is deployed, you know, especially children. Um, but also it can help the returning service member when deployment is over, you know, they, they too need a space to uh, <laughs> unwind and relax and, and knowing that they are not returning to a, a yard gone wild, <laughs> like we were talking <laughs> before is, is, you know, it's a huge stress reliever in itself, you know? Um, and then, you know, what sometimes people don't think about is there's, you know, other amazing benefits of maintaining your yard, you know, there's improved air quality. Uh, it's a fact, shrubs, trees, shrubs, and turf remove smoke, dust, and other pollutants from the air. Uh, one tree can remove 26 pounds of carbon dioxide from the atmosphere annually. So, you know, that's something you don't think about when you're a small home just trying to get through the day, you know. Really, you really are contributing to a healthier place planet. Um, you know, having a nice grassy lawn creates cooler summer days. It's a, it's proven that lawns are 30 degrees cooler than asphalt and, you know, 14 degrees cooler than even bare soil that's out in your yard in the heat of summer. <laughs> um, you know, a, a healthy yard reduces soil erosion, which causes flooding, mudslides and dust storms. You know, you see that on the news, you know, the list just goes on and on. So there's truly so many benefits, um, you know, for, for the military members and families, as well as for all of us as human beings, right, and the planet. So um, it's it's all connected. It's all connected. I have to admit, I did not expect to go that wide, that deep. <laughs> uh, but now, yeah, I feel like everybody's going to benefit from this. And it's got me thinking of like, oh my goodness, I really didn't realize, especially the um, reduction of heat. You know, I knew asphalt mm -hmm. to grass, but I didn't really think about dirt. That's a big, that's a big significant cooling. Yes. Um, like carbon dioxide, I had no, I mean, I, you know, like, oh yeah, trees, you know, you absorb carbon dioxide. It, yeah. <laughs> but that's a, like, that's a lot of carbon dioxide that they're churning through. That's, um, and it really can make a difference on our communities and on our world. Um, once again, it starts with just, you know, one yard, one person, one, one time that we can like a little chip away at it. That's incredible. Yep, absolutely. You got it. <laughs> okay. Do you have any stories? I love hearing um, kind of like testimonials or customer feedback. I shouldn't say customer, but feedback. Do you have any, any personal stories you could share with us? You know, I do. I always have like a million. So it's always, you know, <laughs> trying to choose one because, you know, I mean, I deal with military families, you know, we're very hands-on and we hear the stories from the military families and we get their thank yous and their, you know, the love letters that they send. And it's, Aww. 
you know, it's just awesome. But I, there is one story that comes to mind just to really show the impact of how this program continues to, to give. Um, and this is a story about a, a husband and a wife who were both Army reservists um, who were set to deploy to the Middle East together for about 10 months. Um, they really didn't have the finances to hire anyone for the yard. Uh, so originally they thought, well, you know, it's fall. Leaves are down. We just have to let the yard go. Um, you know, we won't be home anyway, so we don't have to worry about snow removal. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, and then when we get back, yeah, that's going to be, you know, a burden to repair the yard. But it just it is what it is. You know, it was really their only choice, so they thought. Um, well, two weeks before they were set to deploy, they found out they were pregnant <laughs> and the wife obviously was no longer deploying and she would, she would be staying home, you know, so that changed a lot for them. Changes you know? everything. Yeah. That driveway that they thought wouldn't need to be clear, you know, was now right. an obstacle. It was a, it was on a hill. It was half pavement and gravel. Oh, you know, there was an area that got lots of snow. Um, and obviously the wife was not going to be able to clear it herself being pregnant. Right. She worked, um, she worked 12 hour shifts as an EMT. So oh, it, my goodness. it was critical that her driveway be clear um, because she had to get out and go to work even during a snowstorm. So um, luckily they heard about our program and we were able to get them matched up with a volunteer right away who came out. They took care of the leaves that were left. They plowed their driveway the entire winter. They cleaned up the yard in the spring and just mowed and maintained the whole yard until the husband was able to return home. Uh, so needless to say, they were very grateful. But what I love about this story is that through our volunteers helping this military family, they in turn help this woman who's an EMT continue to do her job and give back to her community. You know, so it really just keeps paying it forward, you know. <laughs> Um, and I, and I loved that. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, we kept her going, you know, um, the heroes behind the heroes behind the heroes. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I love that, you know, that, that aspect of it to just see how it, it keeps given. So I thought yeah. that was cool. That's like the positive news that we need to be hearing more about. Thank you right. for sharing that. Right. For sure. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Okay. Well, unfortunately we're nearing the end of our interview. I'm enjoying so much learning about your program. I am so excited to look more into it and share this resource with our community. Um, I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about where listeners can find more information about your mission and ways that they can support military spouses themselves or get connected with your service um, if they're in need of the service. Absolutely. They can go right on our website, which is projectevergreen.org. And if you are interested in our mission, the information is right there. If you are interested in our Green Care for Troops program, you can just click on that on the top and that will take you right to those uh, services and that information and where you can learn about eligibility and, and to register. Um, and then there's also, like I said, if anyone out there is listening and wants to volunteer, uh, you will go to the same website, click on Green Care for Troops, and then just click on volunteer and it will take you there. So um, it's, it's all right there on the website, projectevergreen.org. So easy, so quick to find. I hope that you get both volunteers and people that need services um, following this interview. I think that um, I think we can all be a part. We've all, I think, can say we've been a part of needing some help in the yard. So if you can lend a little hand. I'm going to encourage our listeners to do that too. Great. Great. Perfect. <laughs> um, as we wrap up our conversation, the last question we always ask our guests is what is one piece of advice you would give to our listeners to navigate military life with respect to your area of expertise? You know, uh, what I would say is plan ahead. Have a list of resources like Green Care for Troops ready in a notebook. Um, that way, when a deployment happens, you've already done the research, you know, that just eliminates the panic right there. Um, and then it's so important to read all of the directions about a program. Uh, so you really know how the program works and you know what to expect. Um, like in our program, you know, you do kind of have to plan on taking an active role and communicate with your volunteer and your program manager 
manager us, you know. Um, nonprofits like ours are here to help, but we can't fully assist you unless you communicate with us. You know, there's been a lot of times where, you know, a family gets matched with a volunteer and then I find out months later, oh, well, they didn't call me back and, you know, but they never told me, you know. <laughs> we're here to help, you know, we want to help you. So, you know, that's what we're here for. That's that's why we're here. If, you know, if you have any difficulties along the way, um, communicate, reach out, we will assist you. And I'm sure it's the same with any organization that you, you know, that is trying to help you. So let us help you. <laughs> I um, love that. Plan ahead, communicate, be proactive. Yeah. And read. <laughs> Nobody reads anymore. Read. <laughs> and read. <laughs> and you know, it, at the end of the day, you know your yard, you know what's going on in your yard. And yeah. so you can't expect somebody you know, in another part of the world, or even your volunteer to know like, hey, my grass grew fast. Normally I do every other week, maybe lawn right. mowing, but for whatever reason, we had a lot of extra rain and it grew really fast. Um, I need extra help, you know, or vice versa. Hey, I, you know, the leaves didn't fall yet. I don't need your help quite yet. Yes. That's, you know, you know what's going on. <laughs> even dogs, you know, we have dogs in the backyard or we have a gate or I have to give you the code or, you know, all kinds of yes. things. So, you know, it, it still requires a little bit of work on your end, even though we're here. And but a lot talk. less work. <laughs> if, you, if you do, if you reach out, if you read, if you plan ahead, right? <laughs> golden, yeah. A little communication goes a long way. Absolutely. Oh, well, Kai, it's been so great having you on our show today. Thank you for sharing more about green care for troops. Military deployments are difficult. I don't think anyone needs to go into that. Um, but Pro Project Evergreen's program really can help ease the burden on military families. We really are so grateful for that. As always, thank you for serving our community. Thank you for sharing your resources with our listeners. Absolutely. It was a pleasure being with you guys today. Thank you again to today's guest, Kai Matsko. We wish her and Project Evergreen all the best and with deep gratitude as they reach <laughs> out within the military to communicate and expand their program. And now back to our hosts. Thank you to Kai Matsko for joining us on the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. Again, if you want to connect with Kai Matsko and Green Care for Troops, you can connect with them through social media, through their handles at Project Evergreen or on their website, www.projectevergreen.org. Okay, Annie, let's recap. What were your top three moments from the interview? Oh, man. Top three moments. Hold on. I always have to, I like how I said, hold on. I always have to take notes. One, I totally, I did the same thing. I forgot about single soldiers but I'm glad that they make sure to keep them in and kids and yard super difficult. So I love that they provide help with that, especially like during deployment. That's the last thing you want to think about. And oh, most they definitely. That, they had that story about there was uh, the, the woman that found out they were both deploying. And the woman found out two weeks before that she was pregnant. Two weeks before you deploy, I could not imagine. Oh, finding out that you that you were pregnant and being like, okay, well, I guess now I'm staying home and now I have to take care of our yard. <laughs> like, that's so crazy. That is. I know lawn care is definitely a struggle for me during deployment because living in the South, our yards grow like crazy. Really? Yes. Like, literally, if we're in a rainy season, we have to mow weekly. Oh my goodness. And yeah. while my husband, my husband just came back from a deployment back in August. And so I was having to mow during the rainy season oh, and man. our and grass kids. got so high that one day I was getting ready to actually, I was planning on mowing the lawn that, that day, the front yard. And mm -hmm. one of my neighbors mowed my yard I text all of my neighbors and she was like yeah um I was worried about you um so I just I mowed mine and I mowed yours that is so sweet and that's what Jolene had said in the podcast like if I'm already doing the yard I can volunteer and help you do your yard too if I'm already doing it yeah, like I, I think there were times where it was definitely probably if anybody watched the feed of my security cameras, they would have died laughing from me <laughs> mowing this yard. That's probably between two and 
three feet high my what? golden retrievers could bounce in the yard and like it would be like tigger going through a field <laughs> my god i am just picturing tigger now uh and your lawnmower can handle that oh my goodness barely <laughs> so very funny. slowly and because i didn't know how to i don't know how to I, I don't know how to work the um weed eater i'm gonna i'm gonna admit that i don't know how to work the weed eater so i couldn't like pre-cut things so i yep. was like tilting my lawnmower on a on an angle to get the tall spots <laughs> okay so as i uh, was saying that you're so funny about this i remembered that I totally let our yard go while my husband was deployed and I used our weed eater. I was like, okay, it's too tall for the lawnmower. I'll just weed eat the whole yard. If I could if I could work the weed eater, I would have done that. I was standing almost on top of it, putting my entire body weight into pulling the string and it did not work. So hard. We we have an electric one, so I'm investing. A little bit easier. I told my husband that I want a, a they have they have uh Roombas for the yard that it's a lawnmower that oh my gosh that is a robot my neighbor has one and I told my husband that I want one that is so cool oh my goodness I also loved how they talked about like the green space helps your mental health because I really whenever I'm having a hard day I'm like okay we haven't gone outside we need we need sunshine sunshine and we need to go outside right now. Oh yes, that's that's one thing I love about where I work is we have we're in a buffer zone because I work on um a NASA site. The Oh my goodness. The research lab I work at is on is on a NASA site and so there's buffer zone because they test rocket engines out there so they have to have a big buffer zone and there's so much wooded space that it's so pretty. And um, in our compound, there's there's like a little walking trail in our compound. And I will, if I'm just having, if I can't brain function anymore, mm-hmm. I will get up and I will go take a walk. And it's like to walk around our compound and through that trail is like a mile almost. Oh my goodness. That's so awesome that you have that just right at work. Yeah, it's perfect, especially like whenever it's a hard day and I just can't function and I can't get my head in my spreadsheet, I'll get up and go outside. So like the green space for mental health is definitely one of the best things. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And like they said, I wrote this down. One tree takes out 26 pounds of carbon. That's so crazy. I would have never thought that. Although I'm trying to picture 26 pounds of carbon dioxide in that in and of itself is hard for my brain. (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) What's always such good information is coming to us from our podcast guests. Let's keep these good vibes going with this week's resource recon. And with the holiday seasons coming up faster than ever, we'd like to bring a throwback from our resource archives from a blog on our website from 2021. Ariel Molzoff licensed social worker for Hope for the Warriors, brought us a blog in 2021 titled Managing Boundaries During the Holidays and wrote, it's the holiday season and with it comes more gatherings and increased possibilities of boundary infringement. We can't predict and plan for all challenges during the holidays. Many micro boundary violations may come in the form of seemingly benign yet intrusive questions that you may not feel comfortable answering. I love that she calls it boundary infringement. This is so true, though. Trying to maintain your boundaries during the holidays, it gets difficult. Exactly. Like, uh, especially with kids, especially raising kids. And if you visit family that they don't agree with your, the way you raise your kids. Like I know Mm -hmm. my mother-in-law's one thing when my daughter was younger was, but she's just a little girl. And what what does that mean? Exactly. And so I would tell her, but yes, she's, she's a little girl, but she can learn big girl responsibilities. Yeah. It's also like, if that's how I, hi, I'm the parent. Like if that's how I want to raise my kid, that's my choice. Exactly. And that was, that was a thing with my mom, even with my mom, when she was alive, she would, 
do things that we didn't agree with that we didn't do at our house. And she lived two houses away from us. She lived oh, wow. 350 feet away from us. So it's oh like goodness. more of Kyla's second home than right. Kyla going to visit grandma and grandma. Well, it's, we were just like, well, if we have rules over here, they need to extend over there because she spends just as much time with my mom as she does with me. Yeah. Yeah. That was her favorite place to go. And so it was it definitely during the holidays is difficult and it's, it's definitely challenging. Um, but I, I think one of the big things with boundaries, boundary violations is being upfront and honest about it, not letting it sit and fester, just be upfront and honest and saying, Hey, I'm sorry, but we don't do that. Or instead of being dismissive about it saying, Hey, I'm sorry, we don't do that, but this is what we do. Here's how we can compromise for this time. Right. There's always a way to compromise on things. Right. And I want you, like, I want, I want you to be involved in my kid's life and my life, you know, but I, again, I have boundaries for a reason. So we don't just offer tangible resources to help you navigate your military life. We also provide insight and encouragement for your mill spouse hearts. Let's hear from our trifecta of mill spouse awesomeness. Unlike our calendar plans, our commitment to serve military spouses is written in ink. Now continuing our 18-year legacy is Mission Mill Spouse Deputy Director of Empowerment with this week's Moxie Minute. Hey, unstoppable military spouses, welcome back to Moxie Minute. Today, we're diving into the unwavering optimist. Many times, it's all about that positive first impression. I recently found some spouse stories on a site called fiveandthrive.org, and I thought this one was worth sharing with you this week. It's from Meg H., just her initial. She's an Air Force spouse and says, Nearly 19 years ago in the span of one month, my now husband and I celebrated his commissioning, two graduations from Kansas State, our wedding, and our first move to Vance Air Force Base for pilot training. Consequently, our introduction to the Air Force world at 22 was swift and often confusing. Like many military families, we have anxiously awaited news of the next assignment, struggled with career decisions, adapted to constantly changing plans, moved away from friends and family, worried about the impact of moving our military kids, and struggled to balance work and family life. However, despite the challenges, this Air Force life creates unique and amazing opportunities and lifelong friendships not found elsewhere. Looking back on our first years of marriage where stress was high and pilots look at cockpits more than their partners, we realized it could have been a stumbling block for our young relationship. Fortunately, what kept us strong and positive was the amazing support system of friends and seasoned Air Force families who eased anxiety about upcoming changes, taught about Air Force life, comforted us when the Air Force threw curveballs, and celebrated achievements, opportunities, and milestones with us. That positive first impression of Air Force life made all the difference. Since then, I've taken every opportunity to support military families and help foster positive first impressions of Air Force life. Although so much is out of our control as military spouses, we fully control how we support and treat each other. If it wasn't for our positive first experiences, our family would have left years ago. Alternatively, despite the inherent challenges of military life, our family continues to serve because the people we've met along the way supported us and ultimately made this journey remarkable. I love that story, Meg. Thank you so much for sharing Fellow spouses, sometimes that's all it takes is that first impression and to hear how it impacted her and even her children and how they keep serving is just amazing to me. So keep it up, be positive, help each other out. We don't always get to know the full impact, but isn't just spreading some cheerfulness and joy along the way worth it? This is what we're doing for each other, everybody. All right, until next time. Remember, life's challenges are no match for the incredible spirit that resides within you. As you go forth, remember, moxie isn't just a word, it's a way of life. No news is typically good news in this military life, except on the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. Here is our News 6 correspondent with this week's top stories. Howdy, y'all, and buckle up for this week's News 6 Roundup. 
Target Circle celebrates veterans with discount. Target is offering a military discount in honor of Veterans Day from October 29th to November 11th. To take advantage of the discount, you must be a military service member or a dependent. It can be used twice during the allotted time frame. To receive it, go to the Target Military Registration page and register. This ties your military or dependent status to your Target Circle account. Doing so will automatically give you the discount and other bonus offers throughout the year. Happy shopping! Get a pumpkin spice candle on Target. You deserve it, boo. LSU End Zone Sports New Look to Honor Army This past Saturday, the Army football team traveled from West Point to Louisiana for an away game. Their hosts and rivals took this opportunity to not only beat them by like a lot, 62-0, ouch, but to also honor their future service in the military. LSU coach Brian Kelly spoke to reporters ahead of the game saying, We're excited about hosting Army. Certainly, anytime you play a service academy, the respect that we have for the academies and certainly the great leaders that are playing collegiate football. To have them and host them here at Tiger Stadium is a thrill, and we want to be able to honor that, but we also want to beat them. And while they did indeed beat them soundly, they showed their support by temporarily making the end zones camouflage. You can see it online at brobible.com. It quickly went viral on social media platforms and became one of the most talked about news quips from this weekend's college football. While there's nothing quite as competitive as college football, it's nice to see a reminder that we're all on the same team at the end of the day, that of the good old USA. Navy offers EOD officers more money for more time. For the low, low price of four more years of service to the military, the Navy is offering up to $100,000 as a retention bonus for EOD officers. Lieutenants who sign this contract can be given $72,000 as a bonus or be awarded $12,500 annually for two years if they sign a two-year bonus with an option to sign for an additional two years. Lieutenant commanders can sign for a $100,000 bonus or $30,000 for two years with the option to add on two more years. Service members will receive their initial bonus amount upon agreement acceptance and then an annual anniversary payments through the term of the agreement. The NAV admin states, Lieutenants must have completed six years of service and lieutenant commanders must have completed 10. EOD officers have the sometimes scary jobs of handling explosives, detonating hazardous munitions, and rendering enemy devices such as torpedoes and sea mines useless. While Uncle Sam likes to keep you in the biz as long as possible, some extra cash can sure sweeten the deal. Today in history. On October 23, 1983, 241 U.S. service members were killed in Beirut. These service members, mostly Marines, were killed in a suicide bombing at the Beirut airport in Lebanon. At the same time, a similar attack took place killing 58 French paratroopers. It was the deadliest single day for the U.S. military since the Tet Offensive during the Vietnam War. A group called Islamic Jihad claimed responsibility for the attack, saying it was to force the military members out of the country. This has never been proven, and it was thought that Iran might have been behind it instead. A Beirut memorial is located at Camp Lejeune and also at the USO in Jacksonville, North Carolina. Prayers go out to those lost and their families on this sad 40-year anniversary for our military. That's it for me. I'm Annie Pierce, standing in for Emma T. with News 6, signing out. I love hearing from these ladies each week, celebrating our fellow military spouses and offering the words we need to hear so desperately. And of course, keeping us informed with uplifting military life news. Thanks, ladies. Now let's take a quick 45-second break, and then we'll be right back. 
Here at Mission Mill Spouse, military spouses are our primary focus. We have more than 2,600 blogs with topics including PCS, parenting, career guidance, humor, deployment, and more. Whether you're dating a service member, have just said I do as a new spouse, or are a seasoned spouse with a whole collection of PCS stickers on your furniture, we have something for you. But hey, don't just take our word for it. I'm Lindsay, and when my husband joined the military, I was completely lost when it came to assimilating to military life and culture. This organization made me feel like I had support, a new community I could lean on, and equipped me with invaluable information about military spouse life. Tap into all of our empowering resources at missionmillspouse.org or follow us across all social media platforms at Mission Millspouse. Well, that's a wrap, ladies and gents. As we prepare to sign off, remember to catch our mini casts that drop on Thursdays and gear up for our next full length episode when we chat with Jeremy Schneider from the Defense Health Agency. We're counting down the minutes until we meet he- here with you again. If you want to join us in our mission to empower military spouses, consider donating to Mission Mill Spouse on our website by clicking that magical donate button. All contributions are tax deductible and go directly to empowering military spouses with resources and support. As the longest running military spouse empowerment organization, your investment is a great one. One last note. To stay in the know with all things Mission Mill Spouse and to receive access to our exclusive giveaways and printables, please subscribe on our website to our newsletter, The Sit Rep. That's Situation Report for those new to this military life. We only send it twice a month on the first and third Fridays, so there's no cluttery spam threat here. And listeners, no matter where you're at on your military journey, new or seasoned, active, guard, retired, or prior service, Army, Air Force, Marine, Coast Guard, Navy, or Space Force. Always remember, we've been there. You're not alone. We've got your six. This is your Mission Mill Spouse Command Team signing out. Thank you for tuning in to the Mission Mill Spouse podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your tribe and leave us a five-star review. Subscribe to our podcast on the podcast app of your choice to catch episodes that drop every Monday and Thursdays each week. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, or LinkedIn at Mission Mill Spouse. Snag some sweet freebies by signing up for our newsletter, The Sit Rep. And finally, if you'd like to join us on our mission to serve military spouses, consider making a tax-deductible donation on our website or email partner at missionmillspouse.org. Mission Mill Spouse, empowering you to navigate this military life since 2005.